Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, which is out as a Kindle ebook, paperback, and a podcast, which you can find by searching for Mask of the Gods wherever you're listening to this podcast. It should be there. If it's not, let me know so I can fix that. So a teaser leaked for the new Star Trek Picard series. And normally I wouldn't talk about these kinds of things just because it's just a teaser. What does it really tell us about the show? But this one, this one we really need to talk about, especially if you're a long-term Star Trek fan. If you've ever watched Star Trek The Next Generation or any of the movies, this, this, this trailer has problems. But... Before we get to that, if you haven't already, and the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate either this episode or this podcast in general, please do so. That helps me out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share me with more people, and that would make me happy. Plus, I like to know how I'm doing. Plus, if this is your first time listening, I would love you to just hit that subscribe button and catch every episode that I do. Okay, um, just in case you haven't seen it, there's really not that many visuals, so I'm going to include the audio in a second. The vast majority of it is either fade to black or drones watering the vines at the Picard Vineyard and seeing the bottles of the Chateau Picard wine in case you didn't get it. And the voiceover. So I'm going to play that right now. I'm probably going to talk over it a little bit. But yeah, this is a thing that happened. Yeah. 15 years ago. Okay. Today, you let us out of the darkness. Out of the darkness, huh? You commanded the greatest rescue armada in history. We'll talk about that in a minute. Then, the unimaginable. The unimaginable. What did that cost you? Yeah. Your faith? Your faith in us? Your faith in yourself? Tell us. Did you leave Starfleet, Admiral? And then just a uh, close-up on Picard's face sitting at a desk. Looks a lot like the uh, leaked photo that we got earlier. So there are several things that just immediately set me off watching this thing. One... A lot of people are assuming what the humanitarian crisis is. The most logical answer to that is that this is going to be set 15 years 
after the events on Romulus that led to the um, Kelvin timeline being created with Nero going back in time and all that. I doubt that just because J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot have a weird contract as far as the rights go to the events of the Kelvin timeline. So unless they've cleared up that dispute, I, I find it difficult to believe that they're going to take the time and energy and effort to go through that because they're not going to CBS desperately wants money right now. And they're probably not going to share any of that with bad robot, but I'm, I might be wrong about that. More than likely, they're going to pick something that we've never heard of, so they have full creative control over the show. But okay. Well, Picard is a natural candidate for something like that. I mean, throughout the next generation and throughout the movies, we see him do stuff like this over and over and over and over and over again, where the Enterprise is called in to save the day. Now, one of the first problems that I have is actually the one at the end that he eventually did get um, promoted to Admiral. And I know I'm not the first to point this out, but what that basically means is either he was unable to follow Kirk's advice or disregarded Kirk's advice. Because if you remember in Generations when they're talking, Kirk advises him never to let them promote him out from being captain because that's where he belongs so the, okay that that's obnoxious but I, I i don't really care one way or the other because honestly if james t kirk gave me advice i probably wouldn't listen either but that a lot of that is my own bias because i feel like he was only a successful captain because of the people around him who were able to rein in his worst instincts and actually give him good advice that eventually he followed. But, okay, so that's neither here nor there. The, the stakes that they've set for themselves with this show is risky. It, it's a really risky proposition to pull off. Because whatever they're saying that happened, it was able to break Picard. It caused him to lose his faith, his faith in humanity, his faith in the Federation, something of that nature. Well, let's see. He was there when the Federation was infiltrated by weird alien bugs, and that didn't shake his faith in the Federation. He learned about the Pegasus Project and how there were elements within the Federation that were flouting the Treaty of Algernon, and trying to develop a cloaking device, which they had promised the Romulans that they just wouldn't do. That didn't shake his opinion of the Federation. So, what did? And the idea that something broke Picard is really hard to wrap around your head when you realize that, like, one of the best Picard-focused episodes, and it was a two-parter where he got abducted by the Cardassians and they didn't break him, 
Like, I know at the very end of the episode, he says to Troy, at the very end, he was pretty sure he could see, you know, the lights, even though he kept telling the Cardassian that there was only four. Now, that is because the show wanted to be realistic and basically show that while the torture was causing problems, his defiance made him stand up. And unfortunately, it's a topic that, like most things on the on the next generation, they didn't go back and visit, which I kind of wish they would have, you know, had some repercussions for that throughout the years. And maybe this is where we're finally going to get that. But this is a man that we've seen not be broken by the Borg or his experience with the Borg, which, yeah, it kind of shook him. He went home where he visited with his brother and family makes you wonder where Rene is because if Jean-Luc is going to be running the Picard vineyard, what happened to Rene? Because that was going to be Rene's. Maybe Rene did run off and become a Starfleet officer. That would be kind of neat to see in this show that if it's, wouldn't that be kind of fun if this whole thing was a misdirection and the entire series is actually going to be about Rene Picard instead of Jean-Luc Picard And they're just pulling the wool over our eyes. And they're going to introduce us to all that through Jean-Luc. I I would be kind of okay with that. It would not make me the happiest. But, you know, I I, that that would be better than a series about Picard the Broken Man. Because in so many ways, this teaser is exactly what I was afraid the show was going to be when they announced that it was called Star Trek Picard. Because this is the problem with Star Trek Discovery. They picked a central character, being Michael Burnham, and so everything in the plot had to revolve around them. And that makes the show feel weird, and leads a lot of people to arguing that Burnham is a Mary Sue, because, well, Burnham has to be the one that solves all the problems, because... She's the main character in the show. I I was afraid they were going to break Picard in some way and show him getting his groove back or something just because Star Trek has taken a very dark turn over the last couple years. And here we are. You've lost your faith in us. We're getting that show. Yeah, we're definitely getting that show. And that's not the show I think any one of us wants. There are ways that they can pull this off and there are ways that they can make this work. But just that camera work, like the way they're revealing Picard to us. And yeah, I know, you know, Patrick Stewart has aged over the years. And so I don't expect him to look young and virile and strong and strapping. Like I didn't think they were going to send him to a plastic surgeon or that they were going to use, you know, CG to, you know, retcon his look but the lighting the camera angle everything was designed in such a way to accentuate him looking old and frail now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there's not a way that they can tell this story and tell it in a way that's interesting and exciting and good and that works 
I, I think there are better ways to tell it with different characters. I think they could do this show very effectively with Riker. I think they could do this show very effectively with any number of characters from the TNG era. I think it would actually be most interesting to see it from Data's point of view. Data losing faith in humanity. That would be an interesting series since human, human, you know, humanity is something he's striven towards his entire life. But Picard has already been through so much because of the episodic nature of the series, right? Because they didn't do long season arcs and every episode just about was a contained story where he had to go through something, right? And he didn't lose faith in humanity through any of that crap. Any of those bad things that he experienced and saw firsthand. The murders, the betrayals, the trying to trick people into war, the torture, being psychically connected with a person that he loved. Which, please, there, there has to at least be some reference to Dr. Crusher. And why he didn't go to her for help. Because even in All Good Things, he goes to her for help. And the relationship between Crusher and Picard, even if it doesn't bloom into something full-scale romantic, even if they never did get married, their relationship was so solid that it has to be a part of the series somehow. And that's not even to talk about Geordi and Worf and... All of the other characters that... Where, where, where's Riker? Where's Riker? Picard's going through all of these terrible things and Riker isn't there trying to support him? Like, that's Riker's whole shtick. Is that he's there to, you know, help Picard. So, the stakes that they've set themselves up with is that something 15 years ago happened so bad... Like, he led this rescue armada, again, presumably to save the Romulans after everything there, right? I'm assuming that's what it is, just because most people know about that, and I guess maybe they worked out their stuff with Bad Robot, but I, I don't know. But let's just presume that's what it is, right? So, or whatever, he, he goes on this rescue mission, and whatever the outcome of that is, was so bad he loses his faith in humanity. He loses his faith in the Federation and quits. He leaves Starfleet. How, like, the bar that you've set is so almost impossibly high. Because Picard has already been through so much. Like, you picked a character that we have his life story for seven years and we see all the crap that he had to go through and had to endure. And whatever he goes through affects him more than the Borg. Because the Borg almost made him quit. He's thinking about quitting. That's the whole point of that first episode after Best of Both Worlds where he goes and hangs out with his family. There, He's thinking about leaving the Federation because of everything that happened and everything he was forced to do. But he doesn't, even after being taken prisoner and forced to betray the Federation like he was in Best of Both Worlds. That was not enough 
to break him that was not enough to get him to lose his faith in humanity or faith in himself. All of the terrible secrets he learned about the Federation over the years was not enough to break him and make him lose his faith in the Federation. Yet we're, you, you are going to posit in this series an offense so great that Picard no longer has faith in the Federation, which will require you to make the Federation do something so terrible, you want the fans to turn against the Federation. Now, I don't know that the people at CBS thought this through, because the whole shtick of Star Trek is Federation rah-rah-rah, even when they're bad, there's still good people in there trying to make it better. Right? E even with all that, right? This is the whole shtick of the next generation, which carries through into Deep Space Nine with the whole Section 31 reveal and all that. But, I mean, this, th this worries me just because... It's going to be hard for them not to happen themselves. If you haven't seen The Happening, it's a terrible M. Night Shyamalan movie where two of the characters, played by Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, are arguing through the whole movie about this terrible thing that she did. And when you finally get the reveal, she went for coffee during the day with this guy, and her husband counts that as cheating. And it's such an anticlimactic reveal that if the other, if the rest of the movie wasn't as bad as it was, like that, that's the movie where any hope that you had in this film rescuing itself or digging itself back out of the hole completely collapses. Cause really, really the world's ending all around you and you're so petty that you've been arguing about a cup of coffee. If you're going to set us up by telling us that the Federation did something so bad that Picard lost his faith in the Federation and quit and resigned his commission, that has to be a genocide or something. I mean, the scope of what they would have had to have done. I mean, concentration camps. I mean, some World War II Hitler stuff. It would have to be. Like, they would have had to put these refugees in concentration camps and let them die or starve to death or go through prize fights for freedom or something. I mean, just a horrible, horrible something to break Jean-Luc Picard. And if you're setting the bar that high, I, the stakes going forward become problematic because... You either have Picard have to find some way to rectify the situation, which, unless we're doing time travel, please, please do not be doing time travel. Star Trek needs to avoid time travel like the plague. Like, I thought when they brought in the Temporal Prime Directive and the Time Cops and stuff in Voyager, that was them going, yeah, time travel's a bad idea and we have this future force that's going to shut it down. And then Enterprise happened and opened it back up. But if it's in the past, then he can't fix fix it. Because, please, God, say we're not doing time travel. Which means the problem is either 
ongoing, which means it's been going on for 15 years, and he just went to grow grapes through this whole thing, which really shakes my faith in Picard as a person, that he didn't, like, lead an armed insurrection. I mean, after all, there's only a entire movie starring his character called Star Trek Insurrection. I mean, you know, just saying. <laughs> you know? Oh my goodness. I, I'm really, I, I, I feel like they've, they're setting themselves up for an impossible task. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, my faith has been shaken in them. The Star Trek movies have not been very good. <sighs> Discovery has been okay. I mean, it's had moments of brilliance and really good stuff and then utter crap. And now you're doing this to a major beloved character because you're cynically trying to make money. I I just hope they know what they're doing and they got something good in mind. Because at least based off of this... I feel like they're setting themselves up for failure. And I want Star Trek to be good. I love Star Trek. Eh. We'll see. I'm trying to keep an open mind. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. So, I would love to know your opinions on this. Please go to the show notes, click the voice message button, let me know what you think. The little text there says voice message. Let me know what you think. If this is something that you think they can get over, what your reactions to the trailer were, what you think about them doing Star Trek Picard, I would love to hear that and really get the conversation going. Yeah, because while you're there in the show notes, if you've got a buck you can throw my way, if you could click the community support text there, that will take you to the community support page where you can join the project at the one, five or $10 a month levels. Helps me do everything that I do, and I'm grateful for everybody who does that. If you don't have any money right now, trust me, I understand, that's fine. But if you know anybody that you think would like this podcast, please share it with them. That helps me out a lot, too. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm C.E. Dorset on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at ProjectShadow.com. Yeah. Anywho, until next time. Don't forget, have the fun. Bye.